American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Paldino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist. Thank you always and forever for downloading and listening to this show. And it is a great pleasure to have you joining me once again today on September 11th, 2021, the 20-year anniversary of the original September 11th. So today I'm definitely going to get into that a bit, my reflections of that day, maybe a little bit of some background information on what's what, what I believe truly happened that day. A, a little bit. I don't want to get too hard and heavy, too crazy, but I'll get into kind of what I what I believe took place during the course of that day. Of course, we're going to talk about the Biden vaccine mandate and the insanity of it all. And uh, we'll also hear from Dr. Fauci, what he said about <laughs> what he said about natural immunity, something that I now have because I apparently had COVID-19 from, I um, know I'm forgetting the exact date, but it was like the second week of August into the third. That's basically what happened. I had no lung issues whatsoever, zero lung issues, could hardly eat a dang thing for about two weeks, but you know, I kind of ate the cute like jello type stuff, some fruit, this and that. I lost some weight and now it's starting to come back, which sucks. I'd like to actually lose that weight permanently because I'd like to lose weight. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, now I'm eating like an absolute nut job, which is really bad. So here we go again, right back where we started, right? (laughs) That's how that goes. But yes, I did have COVID-19 for about a two-week span in the middle of August. Um, Obviously, I completely recovered. I I knew I was in trouble when I suddenly couldn't smell or taste. I was like, oh, great, here we go. The the taste was always kind of there, but it got weird. Everything was ultra salty, we'll say, and all of a sudden the smell just vanished. See, I would use permanent markers to check and see if I could smell anything, and it's like, oh, cool, I'm still okay, because it felt like a cold with a sore throat at first. I can still smell. It's not COVID, and all of a sudden the smell just disappeared. I'm like, Oh, no. So then I got tested, and yeah, it was COVID-19. It sucked, but I never once, and I mean absolutely, by the grace of God, never felt in danger for a split second. I just felt icky. That's all. Tired, uh, weak, that kind of stuff. The tired weakness started to go away when I kept going outside. Funny, when they say just stay indoors, stay indoors, stay indoors. I felt way better when I went outside and got some natural vitamin D from something that big round ball in the sky that's so bright you can't really look at it for longer than a second. You know that thing? It provides natural vitamin D and I felt better immediately on those hot summer days because it was still quite hot at the time. One hell of a hot week it truly was. Uh, I was about six days off of work at the end of the day and they paid for it. So thank you very much uh, Boston Scientific for that. Big shout out to them just for that in general and appreciating uh, my supervisor Jason Dahl being patient and kind throughout the whole thing and of course line flow and tenure, uh, tenure friend Jacob Mombasa as well. So I truly doubt they'd listen to this show. I think our politics are probably not on the same page. Obviously, I'm a conservative Christian. Jacob's definitely a Christian. Jason, I'm pretty sure he is, but, you know, I don't think their politics line up with mine. Uh, but that's just how that goes. Uh, so at the end of the day, let's apologize. I stupidly left the air conditioner on. I want the air conditioner, but yeah, it makes too much noise. It would be a pretty obnoxious situation there but that's my situation with COVID-19 I deeply apologize for the extremely long delay through the course of the show obviously was keeping up with some of the sports podcasts the off seasons with the NHL and NBA and also again the two jobs the lawn service and of course Boston Scientific and all that so it's it was tough I apologize I wanted to come on I could have came on but usually see this show is a little tougher in terms of if my wife's home I don't want to do the show with my wife here listening to it so I don't think that'd be good. Hearing what I have to say, she's not exactly uh, excited about me going public about politics. I wish she wasn't that way, but that's how that goes. So 
Yes, I'm sneaking behind her back about it, but it is what it is. <laughs> she doesn't, uh, it's nothing terrible. It is what it is. I mean, we're all different. We all have to be a, a certain way. I'm not as afraid to go public about politics. She is, that kind of thing. So that's just how that goes. I apologize if that may offend or annoy some people out there. Also, I'll try to empty the mailbag. Unfortunately, that also kind of came to a screeching halt as well. I'm guessing uh, people like Mark Carlson and such, maybe they just, you know, they were enjoying their summer and, and all that. Um, hope to hear from you more and more. Again, sorry about not uh, getting on more and more often. Some beautiful old pictures. So, wow, this was the same day, six years ago, that I believe I, uh, this was the day before things got stupid, <laughs> six years ago, where, yeah, my brother, my brother's truck ended up getting, you know, we were suspended from doing the lawn service because we didn't have the, see, more government control. We didn't have that, uh, we, we didn't know we needed it at the time, which is our own fault, but still, more government control. That whole uh, <clears throat> U.S. dot uh, uh, thing on the truck, this and that. We just didn't know that we that was required at the time, and we apologize if some of you might think we're stupid and ignorant. But, again, that's just more government control. Take more money from us and uh, all that. So we'll never forget 9-11 20 years ago. Let's get to that if we can. 2,996 deaths on that day, um, oh man, it was uh, definitely a crying shame what happened. Obviously, the three airplanes and stuff, Flight 93, um, it was it was just a very sad situation. A couple of hockey scouts from the Los Angeles Kings, interesting situation there where uh, Bruce Boudreaux, the former Wild coach, and at the time, obviously, way before he coached the Wild, was going to be on that flight. And circumstances made him not go on that flight. It ended up being those two, the other, the other scouts instead, and they lost their life instead of him. So he's like forever, just like, you know, thankful that he's still alive, but feels guilty, feels sad, and and all that. So it's just crazy when you think about it. That situation. Bruce Boudreaux would have never coached the Wild. He would have died 20 years ago. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, 25,000 approximately non-fatal injuries, but at the same time, with the asbestos and other uh, dangerous substances in the air. See, this is when there was a situation where you might want to wear a mask, plus the substances were a lot larger than a virus, which apparently are a thousand times smaller than bacteria. A thousand times smaller. That's why they say the masks are pretty much worthless for viruses. But for bacteria, okay, fine. I guess. But with a virus, it's the old chain-link fangs trying to stop a mosquito, you know, that kind of thing. You've probably heard that before. Those of you out there, um, there I go, kind of merging two topics together that are way all over the place. But stories about people saving lives and then going back up, saving more lives, going back up again, and then dying. It's just, when you hear stuff like that, uh, you know, it breaks your heart. Your, your eyes well up. And it just we we're just going to continue to be thankful to those people for the lives they saved. Uh, we don't know, you know, we, we never met them. We don't know who they really, we, we don't know what they were like, this and that, but it does show that uh, unbelievable American humanity they had on that day. And my God, you know, I mean, people like that. And of course, the innocent folks that were trapped and jumping out of the building. Ugh. Unbelievable situation there. Um, so now my memories of that day, 20 years ago, uh, my dad was kind enough to give me a ride in the morning to work. U.S. Bank. It was the U.S. Bank Tower on 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis back then. I was only 21 years of age. 20, was I 21? 22 years of age. Yes, yeah, 1979. Pardon me, 22 years of age. Going to... Downtown Minneapolis, again, the U.S. Bank Tower, about, what, 50-some stories high. So it was one of the big ones. They call it the Stanley Cup Building. So if you're familiar with downtown Minneapolis, um, it's the one that looks like the Stanley Cup. So, again, hockey fans, uh, we don't forget about, we haven't forgotten about you. Absolutely gorgeous weather around that time. Cool, dry, temperatures in the 70s for highs, dew points in the 40s. Ah, oh, it just had that nice crispness in the air, not a cloud in the sky, and it stayed that way the whole week. And then I'm, I'm listening to KFAN on the way to work, and then it's like the broadcast started to get interrupted about a plane hitting a building in New York. And I'm like, huh, a very significant building. See, I wasn't ultra familiar with the two Twin Towers back then. I, I, I just wasn't, and I wish I was. I strongly regret that. I, I feel like a, an idiot. But 
sometimes that's how it goes. Um, I, I just, you know, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to anybody that might think that's ridiculous. But I, I was ignorant about that back then. A plane hit the building. You kind of figure, wow, that's terrible. Sounds like an accident. I, boy, I, how could that happen, though? Jeez. And then a second plane hit the other building, and then everything, just no more conversation about sports. Uh, complete 1,000% uh, switch over to national radio, and it went on and on and on. And again, I went to work. And then for the first time in my life, it was like the old the old days, like World War II or, you know, cartoons like DuckTales or whatever, where you see paper boys in the street saying, extra, extra. I never saw that before. Extra, extra, where it's a new newspaper. I had to get one. And it was extra, extra. 9-11, it was a new print of the Star Tribune. Extra, extra. I couldn't believe I was seeing that. It was literally like the old days in World War II where something new was going on. Uh, during the war and all that. <clears throat> Maybe the nuclear bomb or something in Nagasaki. Things like that. Or Hiroshima. Or the war ending. You know, the, the agreement taking place with Japan. This and that. Um, it was unbelievable. The whole time I was kind of, you know, like, wow. How, how, you know, I heard about the buildings collapsing and this and that. And I figured they collapsed a certain way. Kind of slowly. Like a boom, ba-bum, 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 ba-bum you know, falling apart, kind of maybe like the Florida building, I guess, how it didn't all come down. It didn't all come down. Make note of what I just said. It didn't call, it, that building didn't all come down. It, like a side of it fell off because uh, the foundation was cracked, basically, in Florida. Uh, the foundation was just messed up. They never fixed it. They never did it the right job when they built it in uh, 1990, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, these buildings were built for the possibility of this to happen. A plane hitting the building. We, we learned that not too long later, especially in some of those movies like 9-11 Mysteries and now um, uh, I'm forgetting and blanking on some of them that have come out. Uh, Shadow Government, stuff like that uh, that have come out. Uh, Jason Burmis made a couple of very good ones over the years. If I can get some of that back again. But um, I'll, I'll pick those up in a minute here because it wouldn't be polite of me to not mention them. Obviously, some of the information that I'm about to say is from there. Uh, you can disagree, you can agree, disagree, stuff like that. But I'm just kind of assuming that because I can't see anything. I'm just at work and then I went outside to go for a walk again, the extra, extra type of situation. And just it was just a different world. And I felt like, boy, are, are we going to get hit next? We're in one of the largest buildings in Minneapolis. Something's going to happen. We're going to get hit, too. And, of course, the Pentagon got hit, and I was thinking it's going to be a war for sure. Once the Pentagon is hit, it's a war. It's going to be World War Three. Here comes, you know, who, whatever. World War Three is going to happen in the next couple of days here. The planes are going to head off to China or whatever the heck happened, whoever's involved. I kept thinking China, China, China. And then, of course, yeah, but it was always, always this whole, you know, um, <clears throat> Islamo-fascist, that type of thing, situation. That's always what people would come up with and all that. Obviously, that's what took place back in 93. That may have also been a New World Order inside job type of thing, but uh, we'll find out someday, I guess. <laughs> we'll find out someday, I guess, somehow, some way. But again, just a strange overall day. I get home and then I see it. And I'm thinking, that doesn't look right. The building's just, like, dissolved. What? They just went down like, they just went down in a heap, like in a second, in a couple seconds. That's pretty fast. How could it go from like a full structure to just poof, that quickly? Most people would say, well, what are you talking about, Joey? You know, the, the you know, the uh, jet fuel went down the uh, elevator lines and all that. And it caused all kinds of, uh, caused a chain reaction that eventually weakened the structure. And then everything kind of melted and bent and then boom, down everything went. But it just seemed too quick. Didn't it? Didn't it seem too fast? Didn't it seem a little too fast? To me, it did. To me, it did. And then you then you hear talk about how uh, many years later, like 9-11 mysteries, stuff like that. And, and now I'm remembering Loose Change was the 9-11 uh, uh, one from Jason Barmas years ago. Again, I'm, I don't mean to be some crazy conspiracy theorist, but... I just think there's 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 some <laughs> there's some unanswered questions out there. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, it's not a hundred thousand percent fact every single thing. So again, don't take it as gospel, but just kind of think think about it. Just it's something to think about. 
that's a way to look at it. 9 uh, 11 Mysteries to me was probably the most detailed, but that's what made me think way back then. But then it's like, okay, yes, planes can do that. I, I, I guess they can do that. So, my God, the IDS would have went down immediately. There wouldn't even have been a delay. The IDS would just explode if a plane hit it. Blah, explode. Yeah, that's an interesting word. You know, the IDS is what, a 50 some story tower? in downtown Minneapolis, of course. It's our World Trade Center. It looks like that kind of classic type of building. Those big glass, you know, buildings that were built in the 70s. Uh, in the early 70s, a big giant lightning rod on top and all that, just like the World Trade Centers. And now you have the uh, former Freedom Tower. It's got a new name now. Was it uh, Building Center 1, basically? So, <laughs> our, our World Trade, one world trade. It sounds creepy. One world, like... One world, new world order, yeah, one world, all together, yeah, as a new world order. It just sounds creepy, I don't know, but I guess it's the number one World Trade Center, I guess that's what it is, but it, the way they word it, it doesn't sound good, it makes you wonder, <laughs> it makes you wonder, and of course, when you consider who owned the buildings at the time of the incident, we'll call it, the attack, and other things possibly, it's also pretty suspicious stuff. Uh, the buildings were sold in July of 2001 to a man named Larry Silverstein, who obviously, you know, obviously big wealthy guy, blah, blah, blah. It's not about his wealth. It's not about this. It's not about that. But then strange things started happening in the weeks before 9-11. Uh, Bomb-sniffing dogs were removed, uh, and there were just empty floors. There were, there were floors that were, you, you could hear work going on, construction going on on the floors. And then people would go in there, and then all of a sudden there's nobody there. But you'd see dust on the windowsills all over the place. Like, people had been working, maybe putting things in there, this and that. It's crazy. Just crazy stuff. And then, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh, obviously, going back, though, backing up a little bit, Larry Silverstein was ordered to have the asbestos removed from all the, uh, the metal pillars in the building, inside the building which would cost over a billion dollars. One billion dollars. One billion dollars. Insane. These buildings were worth quite a bit less than that at this stage, and they were actually losing money because it was hard to heat and air condition the buildings and run them this and that. They were actually losing millions a year, millions of dollars a year. Larry Silverstein put a 99-year lease on the building that was specifically covered by terrorism. And yes, we understand, okay, terrorism happened in 93 and they're an iconic thing that terrorists might want to attack, this and that, but pretty suspicious at the same time when you consider what took place. Uh, again, he bought buildings that were losing money uh, that were actually required by the government to remove the, uh, it was the, uh, the health and safety out there in the government, required him to remove the asbestos from all the metal inside the building, the metal bars inside the building, uh, that would cost over a billion dollars to pay. And no insurance company was willing to cover the cost. It's, it would have to come out of his pocket. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. Uh, <clears throat> so then when the buildings went down, Larry Silverstein got a multi-billion dollar handout that had him be able to per, uh, rebuild an entire new facility after all the terrorist, terrorism, so to speak, took place. And he's able to rebuild it all basically for free with money left over. That's how big the payout was from the uh, from the uh, the insurance and all that. Uh, 99 99-year insurance policy and the 99-year lease and all that. It's just unbelievable to consider what took place there. Massive, massive. <laughs> it, and it was like urban renewal in a lot of ways. That's kind of the theme of it. It's like you buy an old building, you tear it down and build a new one. You know, with uh, you, you blow it up like they did back in the old days with the demolition. And I don't know, it just kind of looks like that's what happened in a lot of ways because look at the way the buildings went down and all the suspicious activities that led up to it. Larry Silverstein came out pretty good. He came out pretty damn good in that whole situation. Brand new buildings, brand new situation. Oh, sure, a few people died, but you got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet. You know, it's it's all creepy. And, of course, the government was able to get a lot more control. They were able to make the Patriot Act uh, public, which existed during the 90s in the Clinton era. All of it was happening. It just wasn't public yet. And they were spying on regular American people on a regular basis. Millions of American people was the, the government during the Clinton era. So it's a lot of stuff to think about. 
that's probably as far as I should go, this and that. But again, it's stuff to think about. And when you watch how quickly the buildings went down, to me, what was the game changer? I'll just leave it at this. And it's something to think about, food for fodder, so to speak, food for thought, pardon me, is Building 7. Building 7, I know you might think, oh, brother, another one of those guys. Yeah, fine. Building 7 was not hit by a plane. Very, very small fires were in that building. Very small. And that thing went down in a heap. It went down exactly like a demolition would go down. And a lot of uh, white-collar crime was basically vaporized or de destroyed, basically. Destroying evidence. Uh, a lot of white, a, a lot of evidence of white-collar crime throughout the country and the world was destroyed in that building. Um, that was the FCC. It's just unbelievable. You know, there, a lot of that information was kept there, including Enron and stuff. And all that evidence was destroyed, including maybe possibly the planning of what took place as well. So it all looks very suspicious. Uh, people say, oh, a gas line blew up. You know, there were, the gas lines blew up because of the other buildings. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, when I got home, or when I heard that on the radio that that building went down, because I didn't see it yet, I was thinking, oh, it was probably some small building that got hit really hard with debris, you know, and all that from the, you know, the other buildings collapsing. It was probably just beat to hell. There were other buildings, like Building 4, Building 6, blah, 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 blah. They were beat to hell, and they were still standing. And they, well, they did demolish them the next couple of days. They said, it's time to pull Building 6. And then, all of a sudden, this building that, yeah, you know, it had a small fire on one of the one or two of the floors, this and that. There was evidence of explosions in the building that were very suspicious, according to certain people that are no longer with us. They died mysteriously after that. Uh, and the building just went down in a heap, like, in seconds. That doesn't make sense. Has that ever happened since then? A tiny fire? I mean, not tiny, not a tiny fire, but compared to the size of the building, very tiny. It was not hit by an airplane. So, does that sound suspicious? I think it does. At the very least, at the very least, that building was not destroyed by an airplane. <laughs> it was not destroyed by an airplane, and it's unbelievably suspicious. Even if it's scientifically provable that Building Center 1 and 2 were destroyed, uh, went down because of the planes, so be it. But Building 7 did not go down because of a plane uh, hitting it and breaking the foundation or whatever. Very suspicious situation if you watch that, if you watch Building 7. There are lots of visual evidence out, visual evidence out there that says, like, uh, no, there's no way. It's never happened since. It never happened before that. That building went down in a heap. Made no sense to me. Absolutely none. So I wanted to make sure I left that there. That's when I started thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I you know, it's a, it's crazy that I never really heard about Building Seven, but of course they didn't really talk about it, did they? You know, the, them being the media, this and that. So. Suspicious. Food for thought, folks. Food for thought. You don't have to agree with me. You might think I'm full of crap. You might think, oh, brother, I'm running away. It's another one of those nut jobs. It's up to you. It's up to you, but I think it's something to think about at the very least. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go out and protest and, and make, a, make, a, make a lunatic of myself, but at the same time, I just think it's something to think about. Regardless, at the end of the day, it should be about the people that lost their lives innocently lost their lives you know they did nothing wrong to deserve that and obviously especially especially the people that saved lives saved lives saved lives and sacrificed theirs that day it's it should be mostly about that but i thought i would bring that up as well that it is a suspicious thing you know and i'll probably do a whole show about it later on with better details but i figured i'd kind of plant that seed today a little bit and some of you that might be kind of like you know you might want to question it a little bit but there's more information again now for you to think about and for you to research yourself uh, again, I'm not a gospel. I'm, I'm not preaching the gospel here. It's just information to think about. Again, though, I mean the people that, the people that did what they did that day. Thank you so much, and God bless you. I hope to see you in heaven someday, and shake your hand, give you a bro hug, or just a hug in general. God bless you so much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And we will now give everyone involved that day, including those that may have suffered lung cancer afterward and other type of ailments that they maybe didn't survive because of all the awful debris in the air. A moment of silence. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. With that, I'll take a quick break, and then we will 
get into this uh, vaccine mandate situation that is pretty insane. back here on freedom of thought segment number two in this case we've actually never had multiple segments but i figure we're going to start doing that sometimes maybe not all the time but uh because it's like multiple topics you don't want to just kind of just go from this to that to this to that so it's sometimes good to split things up a little bit let's get to the vaccine mandate i just how did i know it would happen joe biden this past week this thursday past thursday uh, announced that He was going to issue a mandate for the vaccine for company employees of companies of over 100 employees out there. That's insanity. So that's basically like everybody almost. It just feels like everybody, which makes me wish I worked for myself or worked in the mom and pop company. See, like my brother can't uh, mandate it. It's only a couple of us. So <laughs> me and my, my brother and uh, two nephews and niece. So can't do it there. That's about what, five? Uh, well, that's five of us, so we're good there. Unfortunately, Boston Scientific, there's over 100 people in the room, practically, that you work with, so yay, yay. So it looks like things are heading my way, unfortunately. They're talking about how some, obviously, some attorney generals in, like, red states, this and that, may help stop it And in their state, this and that. They build a file lawsuits and such. If you have a good uh, attorney general... Minnesota, we've got Keith Ellison. We've got that POS, pile of junk, uh, psychologically and morally bankrupt POS, Keith Ellison for our Attorney General. So, hello, 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 hello. Do you think he's going to stand up and try to stop it for uh, the state of Minnesota? No. He's one of the worst politicians, one of the most evil, corrupt piles of crap I've ever seen. And the fact that he's the Attorney General for Minnesota just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. It's like, you know, places like the state of uh, the city of Minneapolis, you don't even have Republicans running for mayor because it's just Democrat versus Democrat. There's too many Democrats uh, in Minneapolis. They, it's like, yay, you might get 10% if you're a Republican in the uh, city of Minneapolis. So Golden Valley, I don't know what our mayor is. I used to kind of like him a little bit, but then his entire campaign was about, you know, a social justice crap and, of course, rainbow this, rainbow that. I basically called it Rainbow Valley the last few years because there's a lot of people that you would classify fit that category. I don't hate them. I don't want them to die, blah, blah, blah. But it's against God's word. I do not support, I I don't support the activity. I don't support uh, gay marriage. I I don't. I see marriage as between a man and a woman. One man, one woman, all that good stuff. You don't have to agree with me. It's not required for you to agree with me. You might have a libertarian point of view on that. I don't. I have libertarian views out there. I don't think people should be watching employees on camera all day. I think that's oh, that's horrible. That's fascist, whether you look at a conservative or a liberal. That's fascist to me, watching people on a camera all day. I think that's awful. Um, unless unless there's, uh, you know, reason to be watching that person like they've been stealing things. Like something's really wrong here. Something's wrong. Maybe watch an individual person here and there. That's the only time I think that's okay. Like probable cause, as they try to say in the business. But when it's just all the time, I think that's a little crazy. Just a little crazy. That's a little bit on the fascist side at the end of the day. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I think what Joe Biden's doing is fascist. I mean, I think it's absolute brown shirt Nazism, what he's trying to do here, forcing people to take something that we don't actually know what's in there. We don't. In fact, when you do hear certain things that might be in there, it's pretty scary. Uh, and at the end of the day, plus they talk about how even if it is a real vaccine, like it actually is a real vaccine against uh, the coronavirus, so to speak, COVID-19, it's kind of like cold flu situation where, you know, the flu, the flu, I guess, is a different thing in a way, but it's like the cold, uh, colds, where there's like a billion different kinds of colds, and if you try to make a vaccine for it, it'll actually make things worse, much, much worse. It'll actually help create worse viruses. Uh, which is strange. I don't understand truly how that works. I don't have the the MD or anything like that to explain how that works. 
but they but the science says that it would create super cold super viruses that could make things more deadly and that basically that's what this covid vaccine is doing things like the variant and such are actually caused from the vaccinated not from the unvaccinated but from the vaccinated and when the the words joe biden was using talking about how this is not about freedom this is about the unvaccinated basically and how you know they're not you know basically how you need to care about people you need to protect those you work with and just the way he was kind of scolding people that wouldn't that wouldn't take the vaccine and that this is going to take care of that now you SOBs or or you can get tested once a week how generous how thoughtful how kind you can get tested once a week that's great um, unfortunately in my case <laughs> guess what happened when I was tested because the stupid companies uh, had like a bajillion people get tested at the same time because they thought they were being smart for some reason because uh, you know oh the variants around now watch out I actually may have had the variant quite possibly because they said it's kind of cold like but it affects everybody different um, it's kind of more like a cold than, than uh, you know uh, you know attacking your lungs so to speak which is actually, you know, really scary stuff when it attacks your lungs. But in this case, it didn't for me or my wife. My wife obviously got it because we're in the same apartment. And it's not exactly a big, giant place either, this apartment. It's kind of too late, too little too late. It's more spreadable as well. That's the other thing. It's, it's got better legs. It's easier to spread. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, it's going to, you know, so that's scary in, in that sense. But they say that's caused from the vaccinated because of the spike proteins and such. It can actually help me help mutate the virus it goes into a vaccinated person you know and okay they're vaccinated they're okay and then it actually creates worse viruses when it comes out so just that's how that's how science works apparently uh, and that's what would happen if there was a cold vaccine that's why there's never been a cold vaccine plus there's a billion different kinds of colds basically slight exaggeration slight there are a lot of different kinds of colds you'd have to have one like many thousands of times to uh, finally be immune to colds unless that mutates again which probably would colds suck um but no the company i think it was around 300 people and yay lucky me i was one of them the week i had returned from uh covid19 you know my quarantine so to speak so what do you think happened even though my symptoms were pretty much gone you know obviously there's always a little bit of lingering feeling like i couldn't eat as well still but everything else was long gone, like the sore throat and all that, and that other weak, nasty feeling, long gone. Just I just couldn't eat as well, but it was pretty much gone. What do you think happened? Positive. Positive. So I got Friday off. That was nice. I got Friday off. I was happy about getting Friday off, but I kept saying, no, 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 no. I just had it. I just had it. It's like a, it's like a residue, so to speak. Of course, my wife didn't want to listen to that. She went absolutely ballistic and psychotic on me because she reacts to things differently than normal people sometimes <laughs> watch out that's all i gotta say about that um but no it's exactly what i figured once i was able to finally talk to a nurse which took the entire weekend to finally get to talk to one they finally were able to call me back when i was cutting grass i mir miraculously pulled my phone out of my pocket to see and then suddenly saw the phone ring i was like wow that was lucky wow i didn't miss the call hallelujah because i kept wanting to check and i almost forgot miraculously i was able to talk to the nurse and she said oh yeah that's exactly what you suspected it's like a coffee stain like up oh, i spilled coffee i cleaned it up everything's gone but there's a little stain still unfortunately that's kind of all it is and it kind of lingers a little bit it's the virus has been beaten but there's like fragments of it and it shows up as a positive test so watch but they say that can linger up uh, up to months so I guess if I get uh, vaccinated, or excuse me, if I get uh, tested, I might get positive again. How exciting. Luckily, nothing's imminent this second, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how things go. Is this something that should even be considered, though? No. They shouldn't force people to take a vaccine, especially when we don't know what's in it. There's talk about even magnetic, like liquid metal. It sounds crazy. It sounds like some kind of sci-fi movie, but... <laughs> There's conversations out there where people will put a magnet on their arm on the spot where the uh, vaccine was put in, and well, voila, the magnet stuck to it. So I don't have visual proof to that, unfortunately, but yikes, that's scary. And uh, you would hope people wouldn't lie about something like that um, at the end of the day. And because we're talking tons and tons of cases in that, ca in that situation. <clears throat> 
people like Hank Aaron, who are perfectly healthy, older, but perfectly healthy, boom, gone in like a, less than a week after the booster, after the booster shot. That's the other part that scares the crap out of me. See, you get a flu shot, okay, it's a year. I'm not a big fan of that either. In fact, a lot of people will tell you that your allergies tend to get worse and worse as you keep taking flu shots. I don't remember having allergies as a kid. I'm allergic to a lot of stuff now, especially oak and birch and some other stuff. I mean, I can't even see hardly in the middle of the night after doing a fall cleanup at some of those lawns with a ton of oak, uh, oak leaves, of course, oak trees. I can hardly see it. My eyes cloud up, much less my, my, my breathing is insanely blocked up. It's insanely blocked up. Um, I took, I think I've taken two or three flu shots in my life and don't think I want to take any more. Uh, no. So, again, the other stuff that really creeps me out about the whole thing that I was going to talk about even before this gosh darn evil mandate was the multiple uh, shots, so to speak. You get the first one, okay, now you need the booster. And then now they're talking about the third one. And Pat Micheletti, who's, uh, you know, he's on the Gopher Hockey Mural, basically. He's one of the best Gopher Hockey players of all time. Gopher, that's Gopher men's, you know, University of Minnesota College men's hockey. Uh... Oh, he was so proud of himself for taking his third shot because he's, uh, you know, he's got, he's immune compromised, so to speak. Okay, maybe he has asthma or some other situation. He's got something, like a weak immune system, something like that. But don't you think three shots is getting a little creepy? Don't you think that's a little creepy? And especially the way everybody, and I mean everybody that responded to him on Twitter, this is on Twitter, was, wow, so enthusiastic. You go, go, you know, you're wonderful, great job. I'm so proud of you. Proud of taking three shots? Okay, three shots for the same virus, supposedly. Proud of you, huh? I don't understand the pride about getting injected with God knows what. Pride, pride. Doesn't that sound weird? Why are people magically proud about that? Does that creep you out? Because it creeps me out. It really does. I mean, two shots creeps me out too. But the attitude behind it is even worse than the actual actions. And I'll say again, Hank Aaron died. Hank Aaron, the legendary home run king, because Barry Bonds cheated. <laughs> Obviously, there's no race thing here. There, there was with Ruth and Hank Aaron. There were some people that were pissed off about Hank Aaron passing Babe Ruth because he was not white. He was black, and Babe Ruth was white, and they're like, oh, how dare you pass the, the wonderful Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was a legend, but if Hank Aaron earned it, Hank Aaron earned it, and he didn't cheat. God bless him. And Babe Ruth didn't keep himself uh, self-healthy. Hank Aaron played over 20 years in baseball, hit 40 home runs like I don't know how many times. That's how he got there. It's not because he hit 73 home runs in a season, and you know, and everything went, everything skyrocketed in the end. You know, this and that. The other thing, though, Barry Bonds was consistent like Hank Aaron. He could have been a modern-day version of him. He was a 40-home-run-every-year type of guy. And he just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. He didn't have to cheat. It's just a damn shame that he did that. Somebody in their upper 20s, low 30s, into their 30s, their hat size changes three times. <laughs> uh, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Your hat size doesn't change from your upper 20s to your 30s. Mine certainly didn't. And mine grew like crazy from my teens into my low 20s, my early 20s. It was like, oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> it stopped growing in my early 20s. You know, God knows how many steroids and other nasty stuff is in processed food these days. So yeah, I need to watch out about that. But three sizes. So obviously there's a massive steroid involvement going on there. Uh, as much as he could deny it till he's blue in the face, everybody knows. Everybody knows this and that. And Barry Bonds didn't have to do that. He actually became a little injury prone later in his career. Obviously, age will factor in that. But, uh, my God, I'm going way off. Way off. And I apologize. Um, way off into sports here, which is fine. I guess I'm a sports nut at the end of the day. But it, to think that Hank Aaron died like that. Hank, Hank Aaron died so suddenly when he was so healthy. Suddenly. And so many others, thousands of cases throughout the world of people, you know, having seizures, this and that, uh, and then passing away or ha having close to death experiences. Um, oh, man. <clears throat> ben Stein, obviously, who has that classic voice of, yes, we all wear masks, metaphorically speaking, you know, in the, in the movie The Mask and many others. Ben Stein with that boring voice. Yeah, you got to love him. 
uh, conservative actor. He almost died. Almost died. He's like, wow, that was insane, basically. Like, I, I'm shocked I survived. Heck, even Jacob at work, he took the Johnson & Johnson. It was one, because it was like the boosters added in that one. And he, his heart started pounding like insane. He thought he was going to die, too. Crazy. It just started pounding through his chest. And he was like, oh, my God. He, he could, you know, it was when he was trying to sleep, that type of thing. I got that a little bit when I had the flu back in 2016. I didn't feel like I was going to die, but it was scary. It was a type of a flu where the Johnson & Johnson, it sounded like he was really in trouble. But luckily, thankfully, he's okay. Thank you, Lord. Um, but when we're talking three three shots, that really scares me, this and that. So, I don't know, the pride behind it scares me. And now this mandate is insane. And I keep trying to tell people I'm vac I'm as vaccinated as it gets because I have natural immunity. I have natural immunity to COVID-19 because I had COVID-19 and defeated COVID-19. I'm still doing the show. I'm still alive, even though May 8th was the last episode. Let's hear what Dr. Fauci had to say about it when he was questioned. Now, this is from The War Room on uh, InfoWars, hosted by Owen Schroyer. Outstanding show, highly recommended. Looks like for now... Apple Podcast doesn't work for it. I don't know because of you know the shadow banning and all that crap that they do out there. And um, it's on Google Podcast, though. Thankfully, hopefully, I don't get him kicked off now. But uh, obviously, he works at Infowars. Alex Jones, this and that. Again, it's your opinion how you feel about Alex Jones at Infowars and Owen Schroyer. But uh, take a listen to what Dr. Fauci had to say because Fauci said this. <laughs> uh, in the meantime. Here is Dr. Fauci on CNN. This is just an incredible soundbite from Dr. Fauci on CNN last night. Why we would ever listen to this guy after this clip or take any medical mandate seriously after this soundbite is incredible. Here it is. And just, and just real quickly, um, there was a study that came out of Israel about natural immunity. And basically the headline was that natural immunity provides a lot of protection, even better than the vaccines alone. Um, how, what, do, what are people to make of that? So, so as we talk about vaccine mandates, there are, I get calls all the time. People say, I've already had COVID. I'm protected. And now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. That's something that we're going to have to discuss regarding the durability of the response. The one thing the paper from Israel didn't tell you is whether or not as high as the protection is with natural infection, what's the durability compared to the durability of a vaccine? Actually, so it, it did get into that. that you, you lied again. It did get into that. But you may not be protected for an indefinite period of time. So I think that is something that we need to sit down and discuss seriously because so there you go so take him down so 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 he admits he hasn't looked into natural immunity he needs to still look into it but oh they're going to mandate vaccines and he's pushing vaccines and he's banning treatments that actually work that aren't vaccines this is unbelievable i can't believe he said it on tv but he did says oh natural immunity i don't know i guess i'll have to look into it and really doesn't even answer the question i mean his answer is i guess i don't know but then he lies about the research out of israel they do say that natural immunity actually has a longer-lasting effect than the vaccines. It's, it's in the study. I read it earlier. So he admits that he doesn't care about natural immunity, hadn't looked into it. Oh, we don't really think about natural immunity. We just thought about getting a vaccine in your arm. <laughs> gotcha. What do you think about that? That's another gotcha moment, just like when... Uh... Bill Maurice was on Dan Barrero and said they basically said, oh, the flu's completely disappeared during the COVID-19 pandemic. The flu has completely disappeared during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. So what did the flu do? It said, oh, COVID-19's here. I got to go hide behind a tree somewhere for the next, you know, five years, 10 years, just so COVID-19 can take over. You know, it's all about COVID-19 now. Does that not seem suspicious? I mean, just look at all this. Just, just look at what's happening out there in this world right now. It's absolutely nuts. So I, I, I don't know what else to say. Can't even put it in words how I feel about all of it. It's, I mean, again, what more is there to say? It's, <laughs> and yet the public buys into all of it. The public buys into all of it. I can't believe how many conservatives are getting vaccinated. I mean, I, I, I don't know. They're just buying it all hook, line, and sinker. I know, and you, well, you have to travel. You have to get the vaccine. 
Okay, well, I mean, it's your opinion, this and that. I'm not going to look down on you. I'm not going to trash you. I'm probably talking to some people right now that are vaccinated. So I'm not meaning to trash you. I just think it's, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't. But I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going (laughs) to segregate you from society, which is what they're trying to do. These crazy lunatics running this government. Sounds like Trump is going to run again in 2024. I mean, it should be the landslide to end landslides. It should be. How the bleep could Joe Biden possibly still be president tomorrow, much less, you know, 2024? How the the bleep could he possibly get reelected, even if he's like, you know, still coherent enough to be president? I don't know. He he can hardly talk most of the time. And when he does, you know, he's drugged up, this and that. Maybe they gave him... Uh, you know, doses of uh, espresso. Who who knows what the heck they gave him? Speed. I have no idea. Sure looked like he was on speed whenever he did those commercials back during the uh, the election and everything. All he did was hide in the basement and everything was going to be okay. That's what they did with Hillary Clinton and then she was stunned. She was pissed. She went absolutely berserk. That night went, wow, Trump's actually going to win. This is blah, 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 blah. You know, every swear word in the book, which was the situation there. This administration has no business running this country. They have no business running anything. They have no business running a damn thing. You wouldn't want them running anything. Either too much control or too much stupidity or all the above. Might want to lean with all the above on that one. Um, <clears throat> it's We can just, at this point, only hope and pray to God. Somehow, some way, this nonsense is stopped before it's 100% in place at the end of the day. Uh, this is the kind of thing that should have been voted over, uh, voted for throughout the Senate and the House. Maybe it would have passed anyway with these corrupt SOBs. But you'd hope, you'd hope that enough people would stand up and say no to this. Instead, nope, it's dictatorial. Nope, guess what? It's it's going through as I, executive order. Blah 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 blah. Oh, what a world! What a world we live in. It's frightening. It's scary. I disagree with it a thousand percent. Frankly. Um, I'm kind of at a loss of words. I had a lot to say uh, a lot of times, and then you just kind of, you think it over, and then you're just like, you just kind of are almost indifferent to it. And that's the last thing we want to be, it's completely indifferent. We have to do the best we can to say no. We have to do the best we can to call, uh, get in touch with representatives. Pray to God they listen to us, especially ones that we know just might actually listen to us. Calling Ilan Omar isn't going to help. Calling uh, (laughs) Attorney General... Attorney General of Hell, Keith Ellison. Keith Hellison isn't going to help, unfortunately. In Minnesota, I I just don't know what to say. I mean, we have to hope and pray that this can be stopped on a federal level because Minnesota's not going to stop it. I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, get vaccinated. I I just love the way Biden ended. I don't want, I'm not going to call him president. He's the false president. He was never president, never will be. Not because, not because they didn't vote for him, not just because of that. He didn't win. He didn't win, and those of you that think he did, I don't know. If you think open lots and dead people count for votes, I think you're nuts. Um, Because it's been proven time and time again. They voted for Hillary, too, but this time more of them voted for Biden. Uh, I forgot some of the stuff I was about to say in a lot of ways, but uh, it's a situation that is just, it boggles your mind. That this man could still be, uh, this man could be, even in office right now. But uh, again, it needs to be stopped on a federal level. We have to hope and pray to God the Rand Pauls and others. And Mitch McConnell grows a backbone again, which he had for about five minutes after John McKennedy, John McCain died. Uh, he actually had a backbone for a minute, him and Lindsey Graham. But now they're kind of going back and forth, back and forth. You can never trust those people. Unfortunately, they don't represent anything. They just represent big government. They represent. Uh, China and all that. They represent the New World Order. But uh, hopefully there's more and more Rand Pauls out there. That's what we need. We need more Rand Pauls. Governor DeSantis, unfortunately, it sounds like he's kind of become more of a vaccine proponent, which is unbelievable. I wish so much. I want to end the show with this. I wish so much, so much, that it was as simple as, you just get the vaccine and everything's going to be okay. You don't know how much I wish that. I'm not somebody who just wants to go against everything just to go against everything because it's fun and it's interesting and I like to stir up the pot and be a jackass and just make everything complicated. You don't know how much I wish in my heart that I could go just just go to the clinic, get the vaccine and everything's okay, nothing to worry about, no side effects, uh, coronavirus, adios, bye-bye, rock and roll. 
take your mask maybe either burn it or frame it on the wall for memory I don't know what the heck you want to do with it. Use it if you have a cold or something. You have a lot of big cough, you know, to prevent coughing nasty stuff on people. God knows what that would be. Uh, you know, just save it for something like that if you still want to wear it. If you're just not, you know, for certain days when you're not feeling good, which hopefully is a very small amount of time of your life. A uh, small couple of days or a week tops. I wish so much in my heart. I'll say it one, one more time that, that this was as simple as that, that everything was okay that we could trust what's going on right now. But when you look, this is another thing I wanted to get to. I'm glad my memory returned a bit. This is why you can't. Look at, look at the people that are in charge of all of this. Just look at them. It's not about Biden. It's not about the cackler uh, Kamala, cackler Kamala who likes to <laughs> about everything. Everything's a joke to her. She's a joke. She's the one you should be cackling at. Cackle at yourself, you cackling Kamala. <laughs> cackling come on yeah that's what that's what she is though bill gates who made his fortune off of a lie he made his fortune off of a lie he stole software from another company just stole it him and steve jobs both did and both went their separate ways and created these massive uh, software uh, companies that exist today software computer all that good stuff these programs that, you know, led to very successful lives for both of these men. Multi, unfortunately for Steve Jobs, he passed away young uh, with cancer and has, someone else has taken over. Uh, the Tim Cook, uh, yep, Tim Cook of Apple now, who took over um, and made multi-zulti-billions multi off of it. We thank you for the nice software. I'm glad I can use this Microsoft computer right now. Uh, this uh, Lenovo IBM basically is what it is. Laptop had replaced the other one since the last show. That thing completely blew up. It's down there. That's another reason for the delay. But then again, it really wasn't. I could have been back up and running sometime in June pretty quickly there. I would have lost just a couple of days ultimately. Because <clears throat> then we got this laptop immediately after that happened. I'm not going to go without being able to do podcasts or whatever. Um, we appreciate the software, the technology and all that. But the way they went about it was wrong. It should have been that company. That company should have had it, and maybe they could have worked their way up and blah, 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 more of an honest way. Maybe they could have moved up and then honestly maybe moved on and created their own thing uh, with, with permission, this and that. But no, they stole it. That's somebody that's representing this vaccine. That's somebody that also, again, another point that I wanted to get to, it has in the past talked about depopulation and about ways of depopulation. We have this, we have that, we have, uh, you know, ways of depopulation, you know, uh, birth control. Obviously, he's in charge of Planned Parenthood, this and that, that him being Bill Gates, uh, him and his, well, now his ex-wife, yeah, but that's what they were, Bill and Melinda Gates, all their foundation, creepy-ass stuff. But yeah, Planned Parenthood, they had Planned Parenthood, which involves, depop you know, it's depopulation. It's preventing children from being born, basically, even though they're alive, but from being, coming out of the womb alive, basically, or at least not long after they come out of the womb, which is just breaks your heart when you think about or see that in, in video. Uh, and he also mentioned vaccines as a way of depopulation. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. He said it out loud. It wasn't edited. He said it. And then you have Dr. Fauci. He's the other one. He's like the main guy who there is so much evidence pointing to him about this whole thing being created by him and others in North Carolina and in Wuhan, China, and all this creepy crap going on and gain of fun function that Rand Paul confronted him with. Uh, it's unbelievable. Stuff we can all do our own research on. It is absolutely nuts to think about what took place there and how he, uh, how he handled the, uh, the whole AIDS pandemic in the 80s where he didn't order the shutdown of bathhouses, this and that. That's what Michael Savage brought up multiple times in his show, which led to many, many more deaths of AIDS from the uh, the, the gay community out there. Where he, he, It's like he didn't give a rat's ass. It's all about just big pharma making... It's all about making a buck with the Dr. Fauci's and Bill Gates. That's all they care about. They don't give a rat's ass who dies. We don't care. We don't care as long as we come ahead billions and zillions of dollars. And I think that Dr. Dr. Fauci, or just Fauci... The, Let's just call him Fauci. <laughs> Mad scientist, crooked, evil, greedy, SOB Fauci. Satan-worshipping Fauci. <laughs> There's another thing, too, about something about 666,000. I forget what that was. I apologize. That's really creepy with Fauci as well, magically coming up with that number. But how these people are the ones running this whole situation, it, it scares the crap out of you. 
It truly does. Uh, again, gain of function, which he will deny till he's blue in the face. But it's you know there's a lot of evidence to support that. Obviously, Truth to Ponder is another show I highly recommend, which talks about this kind of stuff a lot. Uh, Bill, Bob Bierman obviously does an amazing job. Conservative Christian like myself, kind of lives in Florida, lives in Georgia, just does an amazing job. Uh, radio engineer for many years, worked in the uh, medical uh, medical emergency business this and that uh, later in his life it was like a later career just you know and, and he's been a pastor as well just does a fantastic job uh, I highly recommend The Truth to Ponder and God, Sex and Sin from Sebastian Barton uh, hope he's listened to this show I'm not sure he has uh, we, we met in the Purple Mafia uh, or through Purple Mafia both Viking fans he's from Mankato I'm from Golden Valley Minnesota blah 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 but uh, he does God, Sex and Sin he's become a bit political and all that during the years and he's done a hell of a job with that podcast he really he really cuts open a vein which i try to do on this show this is kind of my version of it it's, it's different you know it's you know it's opening a vein freedom of thought saying what's on your mind and encouraging others to say what's on their mind as well at the end of the day so i probably should look at the mailbag if there's anything there there might not be a whole lot maybe i'll kind of burn through it real quick before this gets too much long almost an hour wow so just a lot to say today and kind of getting caught up and man i mean when you have 9 11 and all that combined with, you know, <laughs> combined with this vaccine mandate in the same week. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <clears throat> At the end of the day, I don't think there was a whole lot of comments. I just kind of brought stuff up. And now it's like Facebook's not working so hot all of a sudden. Um, I was saying how it's becoming a fascist dictatorship in the NFL, how offensive line coach Rick Dennison, the Minnesota Vikings, was basically removed from his job for refusing to take the COVID vaccine. He's gotten a consultant role, smaller pay, and kind of way off in the background. How nice! Another one, uh, late July, they're you know during the Olympics. It was funny how uh, I don't even want to mention her name. That that nasty lady on the uh, soccer team, the women's soccer team, was kneeling during the national anthem. She just hates America and she's gay, and we're happy for. Her. Uh, the comment was, uh, when you're kneeling for racial justice, but your black teammate is standing in respect to the national anthem, you may be, you you may just be an idiot. And the eyes rolling up, that was an awesome one. Love to see what uh, her her teammate was doing there. Good for her, good for her, standing in respect and everything. Uh, I shared God, sex, and sin. Uh, the official race card. Yep, this is cool. The twins. Uh, yep, those guys are cool, man. Love those guys. The uh, Hodge twins. They're both black, of course. Uh, really cool. Yeah, but it says 100% oppressed, official race card. Yep. <laughs> and then they have a white privilege one as well. Looks like a credit card. Steve Patterson, uh, that's another thing shared here. I shared on the Facebook, Steve Patterson. It's remarkable how many people believe themselves intellectually superior for repeating what authority tells them. It's also remarkable how school is structured to reward students for their ability to repeat what authority tells them. I wonder if there's a connection. It's creepy, isn't it? Isn't that creepy? That good, good thoughts there. Steve Patterson out there. Um, there was another goofy one. Funny how yeah, people might say this was karma on me because I got sick right, right after this in, in early August here. Pretty much how I feel I was saying. They say how to interact with someone who still wears a face mask. Point and laugh. Like, aha, look at that moron. That is pretty much what I want to do. Um, and how to negotiate with, with the terrorists. Drop bombs on them. Yep, beautiful plane dropping a bajillion bombs down. Um, oh, yeah, and there was the other issue, too, with Biden and uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. Maybe I can get back to that another time, too, uh, or very, very, very briefly, which is kind of agreeing with what Savage wanted. He basically said, yeah, I mean, Biden literally did it backwards, and you could tell it's all on purpose. It, it's all on purpose because he doesn't give a rat's ass about America. He doesn't give a rat's ass about the uh, uh, soldiers and the people. It's like, oh, just get out of Afghanistan and then bring all the refugees here. You know, yay. They just have more refugees here, regardless if they're good refugees or they're terrorists. Who gives a crap? Just bring them here. He left all the weapons there, too. Left all the, left all the tanks, left all the weapons there in uh, Afghanistan. Just sick. Disgusting. This was, I was as I was recovering, I was pretty much back to normal, getting there from the COVID-19 when all that took place. And all, you know, it was during that same week. Um... Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And, you know, Savage was saying, uh, you, you slowly remove the equipment first, and then you kind of get the heck out of there gradually after that. You don't just, boop, out of here. Oh, we, we, we left that there, yeah. So you uh, Afghani soldiers, just go ahead and use that and fight terrorism. And then instead the terrorists took them. Great. Took, took, took a chunk of it, and guess what? 
<laughs> well, guess what? Just put two and two together there. Rob Smith, conservative black, says, there is no such thing as a Biden supporter, only a Trump hater, because nobody in their right mind can support, uh, quote-unquote, <laughs> what is happening to America right now. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, unbelievable. Another interesting one, Rand Paul and uh, Ilan Omar here. Let's see what's going on. Il okay, Rand Paul's commenting on Ilan Omar, basically. He says, Ilan Omar came here and we fed her, we clothed her. She got welfare, she got schooling, she got health care, and then, lo and behold, she has the honor of actually winning a seat in Congress. And she says, we're a terrible country? <laughs> I think that's about as ungrateful as you can get. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, damn right, man. That sums it all up perfectly without getting too critical, you know, without getting too harsh. Another image here, the real virus affecting our country. It's like, yeah, they got their pitchforks, their baseball bats, their torches, including Mitt Romney's among them, you know, that, that Senator Green, I believe, he's a jackass, uh, Tlaib, uh, Pelosi, Chuck Schmuck, Chuck the Schmuck Schumer, uh, Color Cortez, and many others out there, looks like Adam Schiff, oh, they're all evil, there's Bernie in the background, I think I see Biden way back there, oofta, oofta, good, very nice, nice, nice painted picture, it shows Romney holding the Mormon Bible and has a, a huge club in his head to knock your head in, because that's pretty much what he's yeah, he, he's King Saul. He's King Saul. You know, you think he's on your side. He's not on your side. Yeah, there was a prophecy many years ago about how there's a King Saul among the Republicans that's not going to be president. That's him. Here we go. Benjamin Franklin will wrap up this section. He says, any society that will give up a little liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. And that's what we've been doing at least since 9-11, if not further back, again, with this whole Patriot Act thing. I agreed with it at the time. Little did I know, because I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was 22 years old. I agreed to the Patriot Act. A little bit of education since then, and it's like, dang, wow. And to think that it was around, it was around very much around during the Clinton era. It just wasn't public yet. Think of what else is out there that isn't public yet. That's what freedom of thought is all about, is you just learn about this kind of stuff, or you let your mind wander. And it's, it's frightening. It's frightening. Truly. You, want to, you wish this stuff could be used for good, but it doesn't seem to be quite often that it's used for good, which breaks your heart. Facebook.com forward slash Freedom of Thought 1776. That will be in the show description. Uh, freedom of Thought, uh, at Freedom of Thou 76, basically. Mostly just to share a couple of things and this and that. Probably should let it go for now. Didn't interact a whole lot, unfortunately. Tried to. See, I'd like to do it more and more on the Twitter and on Facebook, but it's at Freedom of Thou 76. That will be in the show description. Wrapping up a little over an hour here, so that's not too bad. That's about how a lot of these shows usually are. About an hour. Michael Savage, Freedom of Thou, uh, excuse me, uh, Truth to Ponder, shows like that, about the same length. A little over an hour or a little less. Uh, uh, this is the longest show I've actually ever done for this one. So be prepared. I guess it's going to be with all the information out there. Who knows how long these shows could get at the end of the day. I hope you didn't take this as mindless ramble. I hope you didn't take this as conspiracy theory nonsense. You know, I mean, there is just so much interesting information out there. Something has to be said. With that, uh, I hope the audio didn't change too much either. I kind of, yeah, I think I, I hope I didn't mess things up too bad here with the, uh, after the war room uh, segment. It kind of connected together, unfortunately. Uh, I don't think it's messed up too bad, but we'll find out, I guess. I apologize in advance if it's weird, but thankfully to me, it looks good. From what I'm seeing right now, it looks normal. <laughs> uh, if you, I'd like to hear somebody uh, do an audio submission. We'd like to hear somebody's voice on this show. Rant, rave, you know, talk, you know, just give your position on something. Uh, say God bless America, whatever it is. Simply just send me an audio submission. All you got to do is open up your smart device. There's free voice recording applications on pretty much every smart device on the planet. In fact, they are. They're usually built in, or you could download a free one of the uh, App Store for Android or Apple. Very simple to do. Just open it, press record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, save it, slash, uh, save it, and then share it or email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to zomzar.com, which I deeply appreciate that they're able to convert it. Then I can put it in the editing, editing software and we can have a little interaction on here. Pretty cool. Otherwise, keep commenting on the Facebook page. Really miss you, Mark Carlson. Hope you're having a good summer. Football season starts tomorrow as well, so Purple Mafia is making a comeback. If you happen to be a football fan listening to Freedom of Thought and you've never heard of the Purple Mafia podcast, 
Well, that's my football podcast, Rural Mafia, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'd like to meet some of you out there, though. Maybe you're from other states. Obviously, I'm, I truly doubt you're all from Minnesota. I truly doubt that because <laughs> this show is worldwide. It's not doesn't have a it doesn't have a Minnesota name on it like the Minnesota Vikings and all that. Obviously, Purple Mafia has fans all over the place. Uh, listeners from Iowa, of course, South Dakota, Northern Scotland, New Zealand, Australia, Minnesota. I would hope <laughs> Nebraska, uh, I believe New York, and other states out there. I think Texas. I'm not sure. I hope so. <laughs> With that said, though, maybe I'm talking to someone in Texas right now and. Hello and happy trails as I head to the end of this show, unfortunately. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. Please write a positive rating for Freedom of Thought on iTunes. Google, uh, no, iTunes, Audible, or Stitcher, if you could, would be, would be greatly appreciated. God bless all of you, and we'll talk to you soon.